Hi there, this is Stuart McKee, host of Musicians FAQ Podcast. Please join me weekly where we have music and chat with some of Canada's hottest artists. That was Good to See You, a brand new song by Henry Taylor. Henry just happens to be my very special guest this week. My name is Stuart McKee, and this is Musicians FAQ. My guest this week is a singer, songwriter, musician with folk rock roots who's been playing on the scene for almost 25 years. He's played some of the most iconic music venues in Toronto, including Lee's Palace, the Elmo Combo, the Rivoli, the Cameron House, Dakota Tavern, the Mod Club, and the legendary Horseshoe Tavern. In 2015, Henry performed at Dauphin's Country Fest as a finalist in the CMT's Chevy from the Tailgate songwriting competition. He put out his first solo album in 2011, and he's been going strong ever since. Please welcome to the show, Henry Taylor. All right, joining me on Musicians FAQ this week, it's Henry Taylor. Henry, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much, Stuart. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. Been looking forward to chatting with you. I've been listening to a lot of your music lately. I know you've been getting some airplay on the groove with John P. Brenner, as have a lot of other local artists and uh really enjoying your music. So uh, what I like to do on the show is just kind of get back to the real uh, beginning of things, find out where you were born, what your childhood was like. Tell us a little bit about that. I was uh, born in Montreal, Quebec, and uh, lived there for a little bit, but mostly I moved to Ontario after kindergarten, and I grew up here in Kitchener-Waterloo, 
uh, you know, went to Shepherd School, ended up at Cameron Heights Collegiate Institute for high school, you know, did a little stint at KCI. And, uh, you know, that whole time, I guess, really started playing guitar. And when I was like 15 or 16 in all the clubs, as a Neil Young cover band called Young Street. Nice. With a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, really just, you know, still playing. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Once and, you start, uh, it just never leaves. Eh? No, never leaves. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, started Montreal, ended up in Ontario, and I've been here ever since. All right, cool. Do you speak French? Not really. No, left, <laughs> left, too, <laughs> left too early to master that, eh? Exactly. Yeah, funny. My mother was born in Montreal, but uh, moved here as a child, but she spoke a little bit. Um, so what What about around the house? What uh, Was anybody else playing music? What kind of music was being listened to yeah, in your household? You know, uh, well, my, my dad was very heavy into music. Um, so we had, you know, when I was in grade six, I you know, walked in, I found a, a tape that had uh, one side was part of Comes a Time by Neil Young. And the other side was uh, part of 2112 uh, from Rush. And, uh, you know, I sat in back in those days with your Sony Walkmans. And I listened to these uh, tape, this tape, and I, you know, came down in the morning and said, Dad, you know, who's this? And uh, he said, oh, okay. And, uh, and he went over and goes, I have that album. And he pulled out, you know, Comes a Time from Neil Young. So I had all, you know, Neil Young, Simon and Garfunkel, Joe Cocker, the Eagles, you know, everything, all the 70s, big hits, yep. Fleetwood Mac, right into the right into the Bee Gees. You nice. know, we just had, <laughs> oh, and there's Joey the Hot Dog. <laughs> And uh, no, we had all sorts of music, you know, and my dad played guitar. So there were all his guitars lying around the house. And uh, I just decided to pick one up one day and uh, really, really just enjoyed it. You know, enjoyed listening to music. So I wanted to be part of it in a bigger yeah. way than just, uh, uh, you know, enjoying it through headphones and speakers. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd say every album that you rhymed off or band that you rhymed off, I've got in my, in my collection, either on vinyl or cassette um from back in the day for sure whether it was mine or big brothers or big sisters but uh same kind of music that we grew up with oh yeah i mean i remember pulling out a, an original janice joplin album you know back from and she put it out in i think it's 68 or something I forget what the title was now you know so we had hit a lot of a lot of really great albums oh, that's awesome yeah my brother actually bought comes a time the week it came out i remember him coming home with that when it first came out that week um, so your dad played guitar. Was he in bands at all? You know, he was, he was in folk groups all through, uh, university. I think they're called the, the quarrymen, the, you know, the, 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 the Taylor trio or something. And they, they played out at uh, UNB all over the East coast. Nice. Um, and you know, three piece band harmonies. Uh, he actually sang blowing in the wind in French for the governor general one year oh, wow. with his little folk group out at, at Tadasac resort where he worked in the summers. That's awesome. So yeah, he's always been, there's always been, you know, music flowing through from his side of us for sure. Nice. Nice. And singer as well. Yeah. 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 Nice singer. Yeah. And was he a songwriter or is they mostly no, just doing no, cover? Yeah. Uh, they just sang the covers like froggy row your boat ashore and you know, all the, yeah. you know, Bob Dylan hits and, you know, hits of the day. Oh, that's great. I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. Uh, what about siblings or your mother? Anybody else in the family musical? Uh, you know, my, my older brother likes to, likes to play, likes to learn Tom Petty and, you know, sit around on Friday nights and, you know, learn some songs. And but they're mostly just more of a hobbyist for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you started playing guitar in high school. Um, yeah. So, and so when did you first kind of, were you singing as well when you were playing or just kind of strumming chords or were you diving right in trying to be a guitar player? And Well, I went um, as, you know, I kind of found the folk singers and stuff like that. And um, so I went, you know, right, right into the, you know, singing in chords, singing chords and, you know, their harmonica holder and, put, you know, do the whole Neil Young, Bob Dylan idea. So 
I, you know, once I learned the chords, I just started singing the songs. Right, right. And yeah. sorry, I'm not sure if you mentioned at the beginning, what you remember your first gig or the first time you played live? Was it at a high school function or was it out in the bars or just jamming? No, actually, my first gig ever was in Arpos in Waterloo. No Back kidding. in the day, which is, yeah. I guess, now behind, uh, would have been behind Conestoga Mall. That's right, yeah. And we played, again, with my Young Street, we call ourselves, the Neil Young cover band. And uh, we were opening up for Midnight Sunshine back in the day, which had uh, you know, like Patty Flynn and Chris Gatchney and a few guys. Uh, you know, Patty Flynn ended up being the Groove Daddies. Yeah. And Gatch is in Chris Gatch needs that, you know, fat cats and stumbleweed. And so, yeah, I mean, that was my first gig at Arpo's in Waterloo. That's awesome. I actually helped open the Arpo's in Kitchener with Arpo and his brother, Jack. Um, I was, no way. Jack was in a band called Major Hoople's Morning House playing keyboards and uh, working as a waiter. And I was working as a cook and doing lights and roading for them. And uh, they decided, Hey, we're opening a restaurant. You got some experience. Come join us. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, nice. um, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was gigs there too. Did you? Gigs in the kitchener one as well. Yeah. Nice. Down on Scott street. Yeah. It, it yeah. was cool. It was a great place. I mean, there used to be so many places to play back then. And uh, that, uh, there was a that lot changed. in the union halls and we'd set up shows at the union halls, the IBEW and stuff out on, uh, Weber Street and you know wherever we could set up a show uh, for yeah. some reason Kitchener really you know the all our friends and you know they all came out yeah if you were putting on a show it was you know pretty much packed with everyone you went to school with so it was yeah. kind of really cool that way yeah it was awesome yeah you didn't have trouble uh, drawing a crowd and and actually even making a few bucks back then um so what yeah, about a little easier than now <laughs> yeah for sure um and what about songwriting when did you first start writing your own songs or what inspired you to start writing songs um i just really when i was i think i wrote my first song when i was probably 17 and i just you know after a while you start you know playing covers and uh all the time and it gets a little uh, you know for me it got a little stale yeah and i wanted to just move progress you know so when i was younger i wrote some songs and you know started you know fitting them into the into our shows and stuff and so we kind of morphed out of the the, the neil young covers to you know a bit of neil young and a little bit of us and that was the first time yeah. uh and then i've written songs you know gosh since then till now and then i mean when what i think when i the songwriting really took off is three three albums ago i started writing songs with my wife monique and who's just an incredible lyricist so and songwriter it turns out you know we were only together for a long time before we you know figured that stuff out so oh, no kidding that's um, awesome and now you know since that's been happening you know i think uh you know, the songs are better, the, uh, you know, getting a little more attention off the songs. And yeah. so I think, you know, I, I, I did a lot of years by myself thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to write a song and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, and a second I teamed up with, uh, you know, Monique after I did have a songwriting partner earlier on as well. Um, but, uh, you know, it really, for me, the songs I started taking off and hitting a level that I didn't even think I would hit. That's cool. You know, or I hadn't hit anyway by myself. So. Yeah.
That was Happy Song by Henry Taylor, co-written with his wife, Monique Montgomery. And you guys play live together as well? Uh, no, no, Monique's, uh, as we call her, she's a secret weapon. Ah. Uh, nicknamed by my last band, the Long Horse Rangers. Uh, <laughs> you know, they said, you know, it's pretty neat, a rock band singing lyrics like this. And, uh, you know, Charlie McKittrick, my old drummer, just goes, oh, yeah, well, she's our secret weapon. That's you fantastic. Know? So, yeah. Nice. It must be really, really uh, quite rewarding. Um, so what what sort of songs first inspired you to, like, was there a particular style of song? I mean, you're playing a Neil Young cover band where you, or a lot of the songs you're writing, that kind of style of song when you first uh, started writing songs? Yeah, yeah. They're pretty much, you know, the four chord, either rock and roll or, you know, country type yeah. uh, songs. And I had a, you know, my teammate back then Craig Smith you know great guitar player so we you know we yeah mostly you know I'd say like Neil Young Tom Petty style stuff yeah yeah, cool which I don't think it's changed much now but I think the instrumentation is better and you know yeah I'm better (laughs) yeah no I I mean I can definitely hear some of those roots and influences that style that vibe in, in your music but i mean you've definitely got your own sound now which which is fantastic we were just talking before the show you had your first album out in 2011 um so you've been quite prolific and are we i mean is songwriting kind of a regular daily thing for you to have a ritual with songwriting or you just kind of write when you need to write or when the mood hits you or you know it's funny i uh i you know when we write songs the music's always first so yeah. I come up, you know, with a groove, you know, on my guitar. This, you know, I mean, sometimes I'm in my studio here at home and I come up with something and it's like, awesome, okay, I like that, you know. Then I will uh, bring it to Monique, you know, and we'll, you know, bring it together. She'll write some lyrics. Then we'll end up, you know, taking the lyrics and, and the chords and, you know, talking about it and, you know, working it into a song. Right. Uh, and then... Uh, you know, the nice thing from there is we record everything at home, so we can do a little demo. We do a little demo of it so we don't forget it. And uh, yeah, but really we write, you know, when it comes up, Again, I'm not really the type of guy who's going to wake up and write a song about the chair just to write a song yeah. that day. I, uh, you know, I think that needs to come through me in the chords anyway for me. And then when I bring the ones I like up to Monique, you know, it, it turns out to be a song. We, we have a room, we have our songwriting room though. We sit there and, you know, we do have a bit of a program when we do it and how we do it. And, uh, you know, and within about, you know, hopefully within an hour, we've got a good rough cut of a, you know, of a song, so. Well, are you recording at home as well or recording in the studio when you record? No, I, I um, about, or before we moved back here, I invested in a home studio. Good for you. So I had one in Toronto when I was, you know, up till four years ago, we were in Toronto for 20 years. Um, and then I, when we came here, I built the studio again in this, in my house here. So I record everything uh, at home. Yeah. You know, so we, we can literally write a song, go down, record it, uh, mix it, master it, and, you know, put it out to you guys. Right. That's awesome. Um, and you're, current album or do you, I mean, do you have anything new coming out uh at the moment or are you, are you looking at i do putting... i do yeah we've got uh like as in the songs i sent to you are all from the new album okay right on uh it should be out in just you know a couple of weeks i've got one more fiddle part to get laid down in a few days and that's it and we'll just yeah. mix the rest and master it up and we're uh should be out by mid mid-march and is that going to be on all the like Spotify, all the streaming services? That'll or be you... on all the streaming services, yeah. yeah. And Bandcamp, you know, Henry Taylor Bandcamp. And... Yeah. I was going to say a lot uh, of people are moving to Bandcamp now, which is uh, where you can kind of control things a little bit and hopefully make some money. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find uh, Bandcamp's pretty neat for sure. Um, obviously works better if you're, you know, have a, a zillion followers. Yeah, of course. Know about it, where Spotify and uh, and you know Apple Music and stuff, you know, you can be found a little. Someone's just searching, or a playlist picks you up, and that helps out a little bit as well. Right, right. Now, is it 2017 since the last album? Is that 
Yes. Yeah, so it's been a few years. Yeah, we uh, we moved, started this album. Um, you know, COVID hit, and I really just stopped rushing the record. Right. I wanted to make sure it was uh, you know what we wanted to do. I re-recorded a few songs that are still uh, in the works now. We're just about to be finished up. So, you know, with COVID, there was no real rush to bang stuff out, especially at the beginning. I mean, sure. I mean, that was tough, right? I mean, there's no, you couldn't even leave your house. So, um, yeah, so we just focused on, you know, writing some more songs and and recording them. Unfortunately, re-recording a few, but, you know, that happens. And yeah. Now, is, is music full-time with you, or do you have, a, like, what they call the day job? Is that... Uh... No, I uh, usually, uh, when music was, you know, out there, I would play music and... Uh, and tune uh, race skis. I'm a okay. ski tuner, also by trade. So in Toronto, I ran in all the ski shops in the winter. And, you know, in the summer would be off. Uh, and, you know, that's when we, you know, play music. But always, the job is always to fund the art, yeah, right? Yeah. Because uh, it, it's, you know, artists, being an artist is fantastic. But it's also, it's, you know, it's tough to make money here and there. So yeah, always had a little side job and then COVID hit and I'm standing in my house here with, you know, music's dead and skiing's dead. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I'm out. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> you know, and now what? And I actually, uh, you know, I found the Home Depot. I thought, you know, I'm going to go. And I found, uh, started working at the Home Depot a year and a half ago through COVID and it's been uh, you know, really a great saving grace for, for me anyway. Nice. And uh, yeah, so, you know, the day job's always been there, but mostly part-time. Right. Uh, so that there's enough time for playing, playing the music and writing songs and stuff. It's always been the priority. Now, was it like that right from the start in high school? Like when you started playing and you had the buggy and were like, ah, this, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Or did it take some time to kind of formulate to, you know, kind of think, is this something I could actually do? No, that's interesting. It, it instantly was all I wanted to do. Yeah. Like to the point where it was, you know, getting in the way of school and stuff. <laughs> you know, right. Like a true it. artist. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, it was always something I felt could be done. Uh, I didn't, never thought it would be very easy to do, but I definitely thought if I'm not doing it, then I'm, I'm not going to be a happy person. So yeah. I'm going to keep going and, you know, take the roads that it leads me. And, you know, I played all over Canada. Uh, you know, I toured Canada with a, with an older band and, you know, just, it's, we've always been playing. So, yeah. yeah. Now, strictly guitar, are you playing other instruments? Are you writing only on guitar? Are you using piano or other things to? No, I, I write on guitar, uh, but I, you know, as playing guitar, so I, I can play bass play a little drums, uh, but my two main things, I, my favorite things are guitar and harmonica. Nice. I just love playing harmonica. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like plugging in my green country club Gretsch and <laughs> just, you know, just playing away. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Like um, my key. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear you. Uh, well, I've, I've really been loving your music, man. It, it's, it's been great to listen to. It's the kind of music that I can really identify to. And I mean, the songs are honest and pure and it's, uh, well, thank you. It's, uh, and, and it's got a Canadian sound, which, which is great. Um, so you said the album's coming out yeah. in March. Yeah. The album should be out mid March. Um, you know, it'll be definitely, if you go to Henry you know, it'll be there. It'll be, pushed all over you know hopefully as many social media things as we can and yeah to get a little push out there and uh, yeah so that's you know we're going to put it out we're going to play as many shows as humanly possible and you know let it go so the other idea to that is we have a big show at uh, maxwell's yes coming up a big indie night it'll be the first show in two years you know with a band because through all this COVID, even when the gigs opened up, they're pretty much solo acoustic because you weren't even allowed two people That's right, <laughs> on, yeah. on a stage beside each other. Uh, so I'm very excited for that. That's Thursday, March 24th. 
and uh, you know, get the band back and let it rock a little bit. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I mean, I was I was excited last year when things started opening up, but then I thought, oh, geez, it's mostly acoustic, and which is cool. I mean, but uh, yeah. after a while, you're going, yeah, I just want to hear a band, man. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen a band in a bar or at a club at Maxwell's or wherever. But uh, oh, um, I and, know. And other bands on the show that night. Uh, yes, there's uh, Dana Kane and the Remedy okay. are on that. Uh, it's English Gentleman. And I'm not, yeah, I think those are the only ones I know. Okay. And there's one other guys, but I haven't heard them yet. But. And tickets are still available? Tickets are available. Um, you can go to my website, henrytaylor.ca, and click the link on Maxwell's, and it'll lead you to the tickets there. Uh, you can go to Maxwell's website, and you just look up, you know, you'll see the show. You pick my name, click Henry Taylor, and that ticket info is right there. Perfect. That's great. Well, hopefully we, we sell the place out. I'll definitely be getting a couple of tickets and, and coming out with some friends or my wife, somebody, um, whether I even have to come out by myself, I don't care. And I'll make up for it with the drinking too, because it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs>
That's a brand new rocker by Henry Taylor called Leave It Alone. Again, written with his wife, Monique Montgomery. All right, so we got so we got the album coming out. We got some live shows coming up. It looks like the world is hopefully going somewhat back to normal. Um, anything else you want to promote at the moment? Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's uh, for me, it's nice. It's coming into March. I actually have uh, a bunch of solo shows as well coming up. Very so good. I have. Uh, I'm, I'm in Toronto for all you folks in Toronto. There, back in Toronto on March 5th at the Rod Gun and Barbers, which has been a real big staple for me over the years. They kept me in business. Nice. Uh, with a monthly gig or every you know bi-weekly and stuff, so they're pretty great to me. I'm going to be at the Falls Road Pub on Victoria Street right. on Friday the 11th. Okay. And then the 18th of March, I'll be at the Ridge Social Eatery, which is a dinner show. Starts at six. And uh, yeah, and then, you know, then Maxwell's for the big, big rock, rock and rock and roll fest. Very good. Very good. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I actually went out a couple of weeks, uh, did some open mics with Steve Todd was playing out at the Ridge Eatery and I got to go and uh, jam with him and a few of the guys. Yeah, he's a a really nice guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that place. Yeah, they're super. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he was my predecessor. Actually, he started this show, and then when he didn't have time to continue with it, I jumped right at the chance to take it over, and uh, actually him and I have just been writing songs together as well. So, yeah, it's great. I mean, there's just, there seems to be venues are becoming available again. Um, you know, like it's not maybe quite like it was back in the day, but there is seem, seemingly more places to play than there's been in a while, um, you know, when things are open. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I agree with that. I've noticed... Uh even with that little break we had when it opened up again for a few weeks there, you know, I, everywhere I played the, 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 the customers are really appreciative to hear it again. Yeah, they sure. You know, and uh, they're thanking you and, you know, it's a little less stand in the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think people realize that they missed it as well. You know, not just the musicians. I think the people have realized that, you know, as you don't have to play it to like it, but you know, music is fantastic and, you know, it keeps people happy. Sure does. Uh, were you doing virtual shows and things during COVID or did you just uh, kind of forget about that? No, I didn't do that. I, I felt uh, it just became inundated. Yeah. You know, every every day someone was doing one and I just thought, you know, that, you know, I'm going to focus on the songwriting Good for you. and recording through this downtime. And so, you know, Monique and I, Monique and I just got together and you know, started working on the, the songs or tweaking a song here or there. Like I said, you know, ended up re-recording a few just due to tempos and stuff like that. Yeah. So I didn't really jump on that one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, f- I found a lot of it was hit and miss and it depended on, um, you know, which, which sort of online venue um, or host people were using and what kind of equipment they had. And some people sounded great, some, yeah, but yeah, they just, there's just something lacking. It's just not the same. Um, you know, I tuned into no, a few shows no. here and there, but um, you know, I can appreciate the effort. And I think, you know, everyone, I've got a buddy who, you know, every Wednesday night, I, you know, tune in and watch him sing a yeah. few songs and it, you know, it's fantastic, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's still not live. Oh. Uh, and that's the thing that I'm most happy about that's happening now is, the, you know, the lives coming back and, yeah. you know, festivals are talking about, actually you know happening again this summer yeah yeah you know neat neat stuff in the horizons i agree all right well it's been it's been fantastic having some time to chat with you and we'll definitely be playing some of your music on the show we look forward to the new album and the upcoming shows and i'm sure i will catch you both acoustically and and with your band before we let you go today i just wanted to do the uh, 10 questions with you the old questionnaire that was from the actor's studio made famous yeah yeah, perfect um, yeah, made famous by James Lipton and developed by a French host named Bernard Pivot many years ago. So if you're up for that, uh, a little fun at the end of the show here, and then we'll let you Let's go. Let's do it. All Let's right. It. So, Henry, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Holy smokes. I guess nice. that's two words, but I love holy smokes. I like it. I like it. It, uh, <laughs> it works well. Uh, what about your least favorite word? Negative. Yeah. The word negative. I don't like that one. We've had enough of it lately, too. Yeah. Uh, What turns you on creatively, spiritually, emotionally? I think we probably know where this is going, but. uh... Well, obviously, uh, 
really. Uh, my music, my wife, my son, my family. Um, you know, that's really where I draw everything from. Nice. Very good. What turned you off? I guess I can't swear. Jerks. <laughs> Get a holes, however you want to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that that segues nicely into our next. Uh, what is your favorite curse word? Okay, so I can swear. We can say anything except for you know. We try to sort of shorten up the f word a bit, but other than that, the most of them are pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to go with the f bomb. That's All my right. favorite. <laughs> it, it does have a lot of impact. Exactly. Um, I like it. It's a versatile word. I mean, it can be a positive, it can be a negative, it can, you know, it's, yeah, exactly. it's, a, it's a nice punctuation. It's well-rounded. Sure. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Sorry, what sound or noise? Yeah. Uh, I, I just love a, a, a beautifully distorted electric guitar, mm. you know, in, in coming out of big speakers. Nice. And a Gretsch, I assume. Or any Gretsch. guitar. Yeah, Gretsch or Les Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. What, what kind of amp do you play through? I know it's a little off topic, but. No, I, I use a Fender Blues Deluxe amp. Nice, nice. Yeah. Found that, that one in 95. I'm uh, still, still using it. Yeah. I was actually going to end up, I thought I would never buy anything except a Fender amp. And I bought a Marshall amp recently or during COVID. But I was looking at the Blues Deluxe. I think that or maybe a Deluxe um reverb i used to have an old deluxo mm. um one of those definitely is coming i like those old tweed models the reissues yeah it's the reissue from buddy holly days yeah it's, uh, yeah. just with the blues side to it, it's just got a, a really nice low 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 sound to it really nice. powerful yeah i like them a lot uh what sound or noise do you hate oh gosh probably uh you know Three, four minutes in of a barking dog that's not stopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially the little yappy ones. At least your dog sounds like a dog. Um, well, you know, you my know. guy there, you would have heard old Joey Hut dog. He, right. uh, yeah, he's a little dachshund, a little dog. Yeah. He's, got, he's got a good size bite or a good size bark for a little dog. So, you know, we could almost <laughs> get him on a blues record or something. That's um, right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Wow. Uh, you know, I think uh, if I were to do another profession, ski racer. Nice. Yeah. Why not? You're tuning the skis anyways. I'm tuning them anyway. I know I can get the ski ready to go. Can the person get ready to go? I'm not sure, but the skis will be ready. <laughs> well, you're, you're not as young a man anymore, so be careful. That's that's coming that's from right. somebody. That's coming from somebody older who uh, who learned his lesson at the skate park with my son a couple of years ago. And I'm still recovering from aches and pains and broken bones, and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, don't bounce back like we used to. Uh, what what profession would you not like to do? Uh, would I not like to do probably, you know, gosh, that's interesting. Politician. Yeah. I think I'm not really, I, I have my opinions, but I really don't, you know, I can hardly watch it. So I don't want to be it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, and I think even the good ones, they just somehow get corrupted. The system itself is just broken. And so uh... it's, uh, yeah, it's too tough. It's too tough. I don't care how. You know, you go in with good intentions. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty tough to make them happen. So yeah, it, well, it's funny. I mean, I know everybody's been an arm uh, armchair a critic and a social media critic over the last couple of years, but it, yeah, I don't feel like there's any politician who's really done a perfect job because I don't think they can. I mean, there's just too many different agendas to satisfy these days, and uh, no matter what you do, you're going to piss somebody off. So, well, exactly. I mean, if you look back in history, every scandals in every single party <laughs> they yeah. all have their own scandal yeah yeah you know, it just doesn't I know. matter every time i get my hopes up for somebody i'm like oh no they went down a bad path too <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um all right and lastly uh if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates all right let's go <laughs> yeah right on all right. Well, Henry Taylor, like I said, it was, it's been a pleasure, man. I've been enjoying your music and I wanted to get a chance to chat with you. And I'm glad we finally got a chance to connect. Oh, and man, I, thank and you I, very much. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person. And uh, thank you so much for joining Musicians FAQ this week. No, thanks for having me. It's fantastic. My pleasure. All right. Okay. Have a great day, Stuart. <laughs>
you're the one that knows me well So pucker up, buttercup, let's get this show on the road Buttercup, you are the one I will always love And I will always love And when the sun shines on the day You are the one That is here to stay You are the keeper Of my heart Yeah, with you Yeah, I'm gonna go far You are my bright Shining star another brand new song from Henry Taylor from his upcoming new album. That song was called Buttercup. And next up we have a song called Today is a Good Day. That surely is when we have all this great music to listen to. Hey, this is Henry Taylor and you're listening to Musicians FAQ on CKMS 102.7 Radio Waterloo with your host, Stuart McKee. Let it go Cause today is a good day The trees are blowing the sky is bluer than it's ever been I've got nothing in my way No bag of burdens Pretty leaves are blowing in the wind And I don't need no redemption I don't need no forgiveness From you all I need is this moment the trees and the wind and the sky 
show today with a triple play by Henry Taylor featuring Faraway Eyes, Wasted, and It's All Right. And be sure to catch Henry live at one of his upcoming shows. You don't want to miss it. He's playing this Friday night, March 11th at the Falls Road Pub in Kitchener. He's playing next Friday, March 18th at the Ridge Social Eatery in Air. And then he'll be appearing back here in KW again at the end of the month, March 24th. He'll be playing Maxwell's Music House. My name is Stuart McKee. Thank you for listening to Musicians FAQ.
Thank you for listening to Musicians FAQ Podcast with your host, Stuart McKee. We're here every week with great Canadian musical artists. 